Yes, you are already. You should be back there, though. Uh, welcome, everyone. Well, welcome, Sherlock, and everyone else who is going to listen down the road. Uh, we're live. Hit the lotto. Live, episode 17. Welcome. Hope you're all having a great time out there. And uh, Last week, we're probably going to do, especially now with the weather, I think I'll do, uh, probably do the bi-weekly until the weather gets... Uh, gets cold because you know last week i was away for a few days got a got a few days away so you know i just can't can't i don't think i have an hour a week of content like hell i'm starting late tonight because i i I can't even get the right day and time worked out with everybody but uh uh welcome into the studio we are joined this week by uh goldie metcalf he is fresh off hot off the uh the presses of episode number fifty of Midnight in Baghdad, uh, and I, I hope uh, hope you, I didn't wake you up. I know you and uh, you and Charlie were probably partying all night long, so uh, to celebrate. So I hope I didn't drag you and Goldie. Welcome into the studio, man. <clears throat> Thanks very much, Ronald Clan. It's absolutely brilliant to be here again. Yeah, it's listen. We're, we're hot off the press. I'm I I don't think I've sobered up yet. To be perfectly honest with you, um, <laughs> you know, fifty episodes, and and you're going to get there someday, as you say. It's episode seventeen. You're not. You're not too far around the corner from it. It's an amazing achievement, you know, and we just had a fantastic time. Uh, and and thanks, for, thanks for letting me come on and, and promote the show. It's a ton of content, man. That's for sure. You know, I, uh, you, you guys, you, you don't put them out very often and, and, and in uh, sporadic uh, uh, cadence where you say, are they, are they produced? But it's, it, you put out a lot of content, man. You, 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 you realize that. And when you give the, when you give the fans a show, man, you give them a show. So, so we, we appreciate it. It's a good show and everybody out there should start listening to midnight in Baghdad if they haven't already. Yeah, well, it's, it absolutely. It is like, you know, you're on episode 17 already and you're only at this a couple of months, which is brilliant. And um, we're out of five years and it's episode. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Like we, they're slow to come out and we, we try to do one once a month now. Um, but as you said yourself, you're thinking of going by bi- monthly now, and um, because it's just hard to find the time, isn't it? But when it we is. do, when we do, we like to make it jam packed, and it's. I know they're long shows, but it's something that people can listen to, you know, throughout the month, and they're 
commute or you know tune in when they take a shit or whatever do you know what i mean just get a couple of minutes here and there there's enough content to do you the month yeah it's yeah, it definitely awesome. yeah you can listen you don't have to listen to it. The, the beauty of it is there's you, you you try to while you while you try to subject your evenings sort of like i do you know you, you still you just you basically just try to tie strings between between subjects to, to to tie them into some kind of a topic that's general enough that it includes all of the things that you talk about. So, so that, yeah. which is what I do. So you can shut it Like if you, you, you got an hour here and then you, you commute and you shut it off and you just pick it up because it's pretty easy to pick up on once uh, they all, they, they, you, you like, you, you do a great job of tying your stories together into, into a, a good arc every time you come on so i you appreciate can, that i do, appreciate that doing spurts i do in spurts sometimes because it's a little sometimes it runs a little late for me and it can be a little long for me but i will you know listen for an hour and and a little bit and then i'll go to bed and then i'll listen to the rest of it the next morning so it's it's, it's easy to do that so yeah no, folks out there should listen I think that's our USP. Do you know what I mean? That it's like, that's the challenge for me is tying everything together. And, you know, when it happens, when it works properly, it's, it's pretty impressive. And not just from my point of view, like, and I, I'm obviously biased, but it, when you, when you arc stuff like that, that's for me, that's a challenge. So I appreciate you saying that. Well, just to prove that, uh, I do listen. I, I, I found a few, um, found one thing, uh, a, a stat, if you will, based off of that, that imp impressed me, I guess, based off of some of your content last night, um, that you get into it because you, you did get into a little bit of like, oh, you know, that age old sort of theorem of our, we're just a speck of dust in a, in a you know, on a, in, a, in, the, in the air, in life and time in a, in a time frame. you know what I mean? And you guys got into that a little bit last night. And I did hear a stat that, they essentially said if you took the Earth's history and you shrunk it into a 24 hours, then human beings would only appear in the last two minutes. Yeah, and I think Charlie said that last night on the show. Did he actually say that last night? Yeah, I think he said the last 13 minutes, but yeah, it, he was. his point was that it was getting pretty late. I mean, it's just, but I, I, my point was more... I think in agreeing with what you were talking about, just basically that we're just the specs, you know, what we're going through in time. It's literally who knows what's going to happen next. You know what I mean? Who fucking knows? It's your team tune. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, <laughs> we, we really are. We're as, as a wise man once said, we're, we're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time. Exactly. Um, and that's what it's about. And it also took, it also took like all of that sort of time for, you know, man to, to, to for, for when, when you consider the things that, you know, the human being has accomplished in its two minutes compared to what happened the last 23 hours and 58 minutes, you know what I mean? It, 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 the, the, we've developed quite rapidly. And I, just like you're talking about last night too, with the actual firm definition of evolution, but we've developed quite rapidly from where we were to where we are yet we haven't really changed much you know what i mean there has yeah, been no from, evolution from in man the technological evolution is what is evolving for human beings yeah absolutely and, and for man that seems like an amazing achievement but and that's kind of the point that charlie was trying to make and i was like well realistically that seems like such a short space of time for us but we've nothing to to benchmark ourselves against do you know what i mean so we could be <laughs> way off the mark in that space of time or we could be well ahead, and and that's the answer. You know, it's the secret of the universe, I guess, isn't it? We don't know. Um, <laughs> it's true, man. We, it's we true. Just, we just have to exist and, and enjoy every moment of it. 
It was good. It, it was definitely a uh, good. Uh, it's been a good time while it's been here. You know, what I, you know what I mean? Like it's amazing what we make of it and what our brains just make of what reality is and, and uh, what isn't reality. So it's, you know, it's been, it's been a fun, it's been a few fun uh, milliseconds in a blip of two minutes, I guess. Yeah. So for, for each one of us as a person, we're literally a blip. Like it's literally insane. a blip. And we talked about previously, you know, that, Oh, I'd love to be famous or I'd love to be a celebrity because I'd be remembered forever. I'd love to write a, you know, a book. Like I'd love to do, um, you know, Oscar Wilde type stuff, or I'd like to be the Al Pacino of the actors and, you know, do something that I will always be remembered because that's my biggest fear is actually growing old and not being remembered. Yeah. Um, but, but, but then, I mean, are you then, not, look at what, look at what we just talked about compared to that. You won't be in, in the space of I time. Exactly, it's only yeah. in your brain when you're saying you want to be remembered forever. But yeah. the fact is you won't be that's remembered irrelevant. more than yeah. that's irrelevant. Like, cause we're nothing yeah. in, in the yeah. great scheme of things. It's, even if they talk normal. about you, even if they teach about you in, in, you know, an economics book or a social studies book, or even if they teach about you scientifically in, in, in universities for <laughs> because you developed a law of, of some sort of law of nature that you've developed that you've discovered you're still only going to be a blip in time yeah. somebody else discovered isaac newton is isaac you know newton, we, we, we know isaac we talk about isaac newton that motherfucker that was a long time ago he figured out that that shit was fucking gravity but he's still going to only be a blip in time yeah. isaac Nobody. newton the most remembered man in the world forever is only a blip in time. So you can't, you're not going to get be remembered forever. It's a tough forever. act to follow, isn't it? It's, it's a, a tough, tough act, act to follow. To... But yeah, at, at, at MIB, we do our best. <laughs> <laughs> you can get there though, Goldie. Let's see, you just got to do a few more podcasts and then you'll get there. There you go. There you go. <laughs> well, uh, so we just want, just uh, before we get into into you know I got a few topics for us to talk about and a few you know just a range of stuff for us to go through. It's almost going to be like an MIB ish, uh, except more you know, uh, not that we deal. Well, I'm deal, contractually or... obliged not to enter anything that's remotely like. <laughs> well, I don't think that the, that the parallels can be drawn. <laughs> okay, okay. We'll, right. go with, we'll run with that. We'll run with it's, that. You know, interesting topics of of note, but more maybe uh, not more. I don't know. Then, yeah, it'll. It's a different tangent, that's for sure. Okay. But uh, I just first of all, you know, Father's Day just passed, and I know that you are, you know, the, a father yourself. So happy Father's Day to you, and I hope you Thanks had a, an enjoyable, sure. enjoyable day. Had a fantastic and, uh, day. <laughs> 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 or if you're bullshitting, you're bullshitting. But I, look, you know, I, it just brought, I guess, uh, to just made me, made me think about just like it, uh, not even a few things, but like, where and and you're you have an interesting because your kids are at like really varying stages of development you know you, i mean you you similar to me where i have i have two kids and and they are definitely at very different varying state ages you know yeah. you kind of your family structure worked out the same way so you've seen it you know and the irony is you did even the 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 gender of not that you know look if my daughter ever says she wanted to be called you know some other names and she knows about them already like whatever i gotta do i gotta do but like you know what i'm saying you had a girl then you had a boy and it's like 
do you find and another girl but yeah and, yeah, and then you had a, a younger one but it just in just in comparison to my to my kids so you know them at various stages of their lives of your life of everybody's lives you know like at time again this goes into we're just a blip in time but the reality is for us it's an eternity like time for us time is a very different thing and as a father you know you're only doing it for you know a short period of time you know what i mean but how has your what's been what's been your biggest single challenge in like you know being a a dad being a father what's been it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be specific it does just in general that's a a broad question it is Uh, it's a very broad question if you want i can answer first (laughs) you know getting up every day well that's every day is is tough enough as it is um yeah but i'll answer first i'll go i'll I'll go first just to give you you know what i mean instead of throwing it to you because i i I didn't you weren't expecting the question no no, but i don't mind i'll answer it and that's that's what that's what i like about the show and i'll answer the question i i think for me the biggest challenge there's a there's a 12-year gap between my eldest and my middle and then there's a four-year gap to the youngest so we you know i have a child in their 20s and have a child who hasn't even hit 10 yet so and yes, with the same mother, everyone always asks that question when I tell them. The <laughs> but uh, for unfortunately, maybe. But uh, and I'm joking. But um, yeah. So I when I was very young, having the first child, so the big that was the biggest challenge for me was was somebody being you know just a young adult myself, having a child so young and trying to adapt to that and trying to find that balance of living your youth and and uh, being a dad. Um, that for me is the biggest challenge. And I, I can see how that challenge at that time has uh, paid off essentially or resulted today as a result of that. Um, do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you, I suppose you always think back and you go, I could have done this or I could have done that. But at the same time, you're young. And and, yep. I, and even now, and I'm sure you, you probably experienced it as well, is trying to find a balance between being a good dad and actually just living a bit of your life. Do you know what I mean? I don't think <laughs> yeah. that ever goes away. Um, but I think as you get older, you get better at balancing that. I think that's that's the key. So I think for, for the kind of the middle child and the later children, you do a better job, don't you? Like you, you learn from experience, I suppose, in some respects. Yeah, I, I definitely... Um, uh... Yeah, I think that's why I, that, that's why I kind of asked the question in that sort of broadish kind of of term because like you were you were I, I read a quote that said that a, a different version of you exists in the minds of everyone that knows you yes so every every person that you've ever come across has a has a, in their brain a different version of who you are mm-hmm. and you're like similar to me my eldest and my youngest have a different version right now when oh, uh, yeah, you know absolutely. you know what i mean of who you are as a father <laughs> you know so for me yeah. that's that's what makes the, like, like that's the for me it's the the biggest challenge i think has been to under to even have that understanding of of that in my brain to be able to let things go 
and still protect and you know like like it's the, it's so different for you i mean your daughter just moved away you know what i mean yeah like my it, for mine for me it's more the 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 change from from doing everything when she was three and four we did everything together to to just having a different relationship now you know between between us not for the worse you know in lots of ways for the better i think but it's very different and being understanding of that and figuring that shit out compared to like literally being the guy who keeps the two-year-old's head from cracking on the (laughs) (laughs) on the heater you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. you know what i'm saying like you're just a different thing to them exactly. the, at the and same exact time you know absolutely and, <laughs> and, and betty boop betty boop says it perfectly you're, none of us have been raised by the same parents and and that's figuratively correct in in but also it's metaphorically correct i suppose because you know do you do you like does some people say that the the, the, the younger kids get away with more um, is that because the parent like just doesn't give a shit? <laughs> and the more kids they have, it's like you know the other turned out all right. The other one will be fine. Or is it a case that you've learned so much from experience that it's just easier for you now? And you know what I mean? Like, it, is that actually really the case? That yeah, you just get I, I better at it. I think. Uh, yeah, I think there are multiple. I, I think there are multiple factors to when, when, when looking into that. I think number one is you know, the first one, the, all of the prep work that went into the first one, the studying, the learning, the pre before your baby's born, and then after the what do you feed your baby and how do you feed your baby? What do you? You've read all the books and all oh, the they're teething. Oh, we got to read the book on this and the book on that and the book on that. Then after that, you read the book already. So the next one, you know, you don't need to read the book, uh, you read the book now. You know, what I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you know what it's what it's going to take, kind of for the next one. You know, but the problem is, the first one you read the book, and the first one for us anyway was so good. You know, she was so good as a, as a, as a young one, as a young one, you know, her sleep habits, her eating habits, it was so good. That, that's all. But that's because you're strict. You're, yeah, you're but that's all changing dollar. now with her. That's all changing now with her. And the young yeah. one, the young one's a bastard. Now, recently he's been amazing, but the young one's been a bastard for that stuff. You know what I mean? Because he's just a hellion. You <laughs> I know? Love, and I he's love, a boy. I love how you refer to your children as pricks and bastards. It really makes me laugh. <laughs> I, I, I don't. So much. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> listen, I mean, and, and, and please, folks out there listening, and when you do listen to this, like I, I say this and I put it out there because. I can because this is my podcast and this is what I say. But I don't like. I'm not. I don't mean that seriously. I ha, this is no, the venting. This is not. where Annie, where Annie, we could come. But just just want to put that out there to to folks oh, and yeah. anybody who we doesn't know me, you might be listening for the first time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you don't. I love 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 my family, and I I only mean this as you know because this is my vent. So sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, it's perfectly normal. It is perfectly normal, and I think everyone understands that out there, and particularly parents would understand that out there because as much as you love them you fucking you equally hate them in some respect well that's probably an exaggeration but you know what i mean it's a double-edged sword isn't it like i i look at my youngest now and i you know she's dancing around and she's singing and she's doing all those innocent things you know there's no um inhibitions or anything there and you know she's at, she's five now so they're starting to creep in by by nine you won't even probably get a smile out of her uh and and but that is you're just you learn to cherish cherish those moments i think a lot more the more children you have 
you know what I mean? Yeah, I, 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 um, I because agree with you. the first time around, you enjoyed it, but you never thought about losing it. Do you know what I mean? And when it's gone, you're like, oh, do you remember that? And yeah, I wish I could have done this or that. And now you get to do it the second time around. And the tour. I, I definitely, um, I, I definitely agree with you. But, it, but I also think that there's, uh, I think part of the, your brain knows how hard it was the first time around, and it's, it, it's, you know, I think there's a part of it that just writes that shit off <laughs> when it, like, you know, like the lack of sleep and like, you know what I mean? There's part of it that's just like, no, you're going to, this, the next one's going to fucking cry because I need to sleep. You know what I mean? Like the last yeah. one made a peep and you were like, <gasps> you know, run, get in there. What's up the baby? What's going on with the baby? You know, but the, this one, <laughs> you know, it was more, for me anyway, it's more, but he knows that. And he's, and he's, he's a motherfucker. And he's like, I'm going to get you. They're I'm going to get you back. They're so crafty. It's, aren't, it's they? aren't they? Like they just wrap you. And I think maybe because we're that little bit more relaxed about it or something, they, they know how to control us and wrap us around the finger. Like oh, I you... tell, I tell my little girl, I love her. And I used to get, I love you too, daddy. Now I get, okay. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And she's five. And she knows that riles me up. I'm like, well, tell me you love me too. And she's like, okay. And I'm like, I, she sees me get angry. So she uses that against me. So now it's our thing. Now I tell her I love her and she looks at me and smiles and goes, okay. But like, I know that she really means she loves me, but now it's just fucking thing that we have going. And that's just going to escalate. You know, <laughs> like it's just, that's a perfect example of it. I know. I, I uh, uh, you know just so the listeners know i was recently over at your your place for a barbecue and uh and she she pulled that out firsthand i saw it got to see it firsthand did you see that yeah yeah yeah, i got to see it firsthand in your uh uh in your kitchen there you're having a conversation with her and she she knew (laughs) you know she just knows and she's so she's so smart about it you know she's so smart about choosing her words even with you yeah. <laughs> it's oh, actually is, yeah. kind of interesting to watch her brain work yeah <laughs> it's it's amazing and but she's just an extension of me and um and i suppose that they all are to some degree and isn't that what parenting is about isn't it like did, did you remember when you were growing up as a kid and you you always if you know if you weren't if you got chastised or you weren't happy with something that your parents had done or given out to you you always said to yourself i will never do that to my child I will never shout at them or I will let them stay up later. I will let them, you know what I mean? You, you, you swear to God or swear to whoever you believe in when you're that person, that when you have kids, you're not going to be that person. Do you experience <laughs> yeah. that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But now yeah. you are that person. Like, now you <laughs> understand. Just, like, do you know what I mean? There you exactly. are that asshole sometimes. Uh, but And you have to be. Um but I think I, I think it's you have to be a little bit just a little bit better than the parents before you, like your own parents, don't you? Not to say that you had bad parents or anything, but isn't that what we think about? We, we if we can just be a little bit better, then that's yeah. Yeah, I think though as we get older, and obviously you know, you know my 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 mother's in the studio, so so you know, and you know. Goldie, that that you know my uh, uh, situation as yeah, and I'm not looking to was a bit that, but I was a bit no 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 it's I, not it's it, I mean, no it's not it's not a, yeah yeah that's what I'm talking about so so my my thought process about this is probably quite different from the average 
persons. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. like the stuff that you're talking about as far as that. My, my thought process is probably quite different from the average person's, but that's good. Like, it, it, it's, I mean, I think that in some ways I say to myself, you know, if, if I could be half of the person probably that, you know, the, the, the father's be my father was, you know, I, I, but I barely, I don't really know, know him that well. You know what I mean? Like I only know a certain part of my life, a blip on the blip on the blip on the blip on the blip of time of dust of literally a piece of dust in, in time. Do I know, you know, so, so it's a little bit, uh, it's a well, little bit well, like, different are, in that are regard. Are you saying it's the opposite in the sense that if you could, sometimes you feel that if only you are half as good or as half the good. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, you sometimes well, you know, a really good position to be in, isn't and it? And that, well, that's the position I, I guess I try to sort of take with things. Like, and and I think that even you know, you know, that that's coaching football. Even you know, when when fellas, uh, some some guys that you know you coach and you know there's just something special about them and they, you know, here in Ireland even, they leave. Like, coach, I'm I'm, I'm moving. I'm not going to play anymore. You know, the, one, the ones that, that you don't get me wrong, there, you, there's good ones, there's bad ones, and there's ones I'm indifferent about as a coach. I'll just be honest with you. I try to be involved with anyone who wants to be involved with, but, you know, especially as a coach of men <clears throat> giving up their time here in Ireland, you know, uh, uh, it's a very different situation from kids, you know, but that's my thing. But some of them, I say to myself, you know, look, if I was only half the man at your age, some of these guys, you know, are 25, 26, you're good, good character, good people, good men, good women, whatever, you know, that's kind of how I think about things a lot of times. So that maybe that okay. comes from where I came from and how it all stood back because I don't know, you know, so I'm just always trying to do my best. And that's all we. That's all anyone can ever ask of anyone. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. No, I get it, but I think it's interesting that you think of it. Like I, I, I'm starting to question myself now. The fact that I believe that every person who has kids or whatever should, you know, is probably thinking that they want to be just a little bit better. And maybe, maybe I'm saying it wrong. Maybe I'm saying that they don't have to be better, but provide a better life. Just a little bit better than what you. Yeah, do. no, that I, make, yeah, I, I, that makes that makes perfect. That makes absolute appropriate sense. Yeah, because I, I don't think, want you know the way I said it there made it sound like that I had terrible parents. So well, I no, 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 but you, no, no, but no, not at all. I think better. I think that, that you would look at what you look like last night. For instance, you had this on your podcast where you talked about, you know, driving down the laneway at night and being scared with you, with, you know, you're driving, you, you know, you, th- you have to drive. And when you were a kid and even like, oh, you're probably coming from the pub anyway, or yeah, the yeah. restaurant anyway, with a few in you. I mean, times are definitely very different now than they were then, but like you, you could almost like, understand that. You know yeah. what I mean? I know, this, and I don't. You know, I, I don't. This, you know, I don't. It's actually that's actually a badge of fucking honor <laughs> in some ways. You know? What yeah, I mean? yeah, absolutely. Your dad is. did that. It is, and and now today he'd be a scumbag for doing it, but back then yeah. it yeah. was acceptable in society. Yeah, and. and I, I never once thought ill of that. I think it's I think it's funny, but I never once thought that was a bad parent because that was just the way. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, like, I never thought about it like that at all. But I like <laughs> you know, for my parents, you know, as much as there might be things you don't like or whatever, there's so much that they've given you and so much that you, you see yourself. There's no I hate seeing my parents in me and I see it all the time. Um but at the same time, 
like my taste in music, like I turned out with good morals and good values, well, reasonably good. Go. Um, so I think I like to impart that. I like I like I lo- love my children to like the music I like and to do the things that I did and and impart some of that. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, Goldie, Here. but. You know, I just unmuted. I just no, not, we're not having audio issues. I, we just, I, I just <clears> unmuted <throat> our our next guest because I was going to segue quietly into our our uh, from from where we were oh, into the next topic. <laughs> and like the fucking guy, and the fucking guy is is feeding his fucking dogs. Can you not hear that? <laughs> I thought he was tapping a wine glass, looking for to do it. Jesus <laughs> Christ, are you kidding me? Active like, listener, welcome fucking, to the show. Well, just thanks for the, the introduction. Fuck's <laughs> 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 Ruined the flow. Like, Aiden, cool. welcome. Sorry. Aiden. Hey, I didn't want to disturb you. You were on a roll there. I was actually enjoying listening rather than uh, getting ready to speak. Yeah, I was actually feeding my dog the, the remnants of some milk from some Frosty. So, um, yeah. Did you did did we get it? Did we give you any bits of any you know any any what, wisdom? What are you calling you, for? Like, what what's your point? Well, no, I, I, I invited, I invited, uh, I, I invited Aiden into the, the studio. I invited Aiden into the studio, but uh, uh, um, I, did you get any, any, you know, you're not a, you're not a dad, you know, do you plan on being a dad, Aiden? I am probably one of the few males that is like really excited for kids. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I can't wait for it. I really can't. Well, he already is a father, isn't he? Of, you know, 500 dogs. Or something. Yeah, but well, that is that, is that a substitute? Do you I know what I'm saying? Maybe, but no, definitely not. Definitely not. No, I don't yeah, believe no. it is either. But I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> you guys, the guy lives, the guy moved to a farm with horses and fucking dogs, so he's oh, constantly his kid, busy. His kids are going to be fucking crazy. Like, that's what <laughs> about it. They're gonna, they're, but they're going to be nice people, though. Do you know what I mean? They're going to be really nice people, <laughs> but they're going to be absolutely crazy. Let's <laughs> be honest about it. But they'll they'll do well for themselves. But they're, they're going, going to be, be so ready for the world. Like, you know, they're going to be able to light fires, fix fences, you know, drive a tractor, drive a car from an early age. Survival like, is what they'll be. Yeah, like they'll never have to worry about COVID because they'll have picked up every kind of disease from the, the fields and stuff from different animals. So, yeah, I'm not too worried about them that way. But, um, no, yeah, no, I do have some fears, one of which I don't know why, but um, feeding kids, I just... I'm always afraid that I'm going to give them something too big and they'll start choking on it. That's just one fear I always have in the back the of my mind. The great thing about kids is they turn upside down <laughs> fairly handy. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, actually, even along that along that line, that's one thing that we did with, with our second one, with our young fella. Um, we One book that we did re- read was called uh, Baby-Led Feeding. And essentially, what you do is you just put food on the... First, you just put it on, the, on his, you know... Uh, you put it on the plate right in front of him and he eats it himself. Like we very, we didn't, we didn't really feed our little guy a lot. And we basically we threw him a bowl. And if he fucking was hungry, he'd eat it. <laughs> yeah, if he wasn't what... hungry, then he'd starve. No, but, but it was, but it wasn't like, it was, we weren't, it wasn't like soft food or even when it was, you know, instead of like Broccoli mashing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And put it up there, let him eat it. And then it went to bread. And then I went to people and people were amazed when he was, you know, he was, wasn't two years old. And people would come home, would be like, is that kid eating what I think he's eating? Like, he looks he's like met, he should be having you, like liquid porridge. And he's eating, he's eating a sandwich yeah, Christ, he, you know what I mean? He's down in Toblerones and stuff like, you yeah, know? Yeah, 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 exactly. You know what I yeah. mean? That's what, that's what he's doing. But he so chokes it, a lot, doesn't he? No, he doesn't. Well, you know what? Well, you know what? what he did initially 
what he did was if it, he, he he would put too much into his mouth and then he would he would he can reach in himself and get it out now there were a couple times maybe because you still sit there with him there were a couple times yeah, maybe yeah. when you had to pop it out of him but that that was it once once that happened a few times he gets it he then. He, he gets it yeah you that's, know what I mean? that's the word like even with my own my partner now if, if the kid even like coughed while eating would jump up you know, ready to do the Heimlich or whatever. Yeah, like, that would be me. I'm like, oh, relax. But, yeah. Sit down. Like, they have at least 60 seconds before brain damage. Give them a fucking... <laughs> give, give them a couple of seconds to, to sort themselves out. There's no need to panic right now. Do you know what I mean? I'm fucking still chewing into this fucking steak myself. Like, yeah. you, you have to give them a couple of seconds. And you can't panic. I've anymore. often had to leave the room for my niece. My sister feeds her, like, uh, I used to, a uh, raw carrot and have them, like, in little chunks. Or, like, I was having sweats and f- the fear of the child chewing. Like, she had two teeth, and there she was, like, crunching on a raw carrot and then down the hatch. Uh, I had to leave the room so many times. Couldn't deal with it. No. Yeah, I, I get that. I, like, I do get that because I'm very... I'm probably over the top when it comes to safety conscious. I, I, I identify, I identify potential problems that you could die from. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? I, I, I walk around my house and, you know, if there's like, if there's something say hanging over the banisters and it's slightly dragging on the floor, I'm like, that's a trip hazard. Next thing you're going to bang your head off the wall. You're going to fall down the stairs. You're going to be, do you know what I mean? All these events are happening. And I've just, that encourages me then to like pick it up or to fix it or, but sometimes it's completely over the top um, where I see these risks. But I think you, you, you kind of get like that, don't you? You see so many horror stories <laughs> of kids. Here, here's one for you. When we were like, I don't know, maybe I was eight. I, I can remember from an early age when we were living in Dublin. And uh, my dad was obviously in the fire crew in, in Baldonnell in the Air Corps. And he used oh, to have us like rehearse. He, he used to have us rehearse um, our evacuation from the house in case of smoke or fire. And like we, he would literally like you know bang on the door. We'd all have to run out, get onto our like, hands and knees, and crawl <laughs> down the stairs. And <laughs> he'd uh, t- turn off the lights. You know, so it'd be pitch black at night, and he'd be like, "Right, you have to feel your way down." You know, so he'd be feeling the walls, and then you get to the stairs, you go, "Okay, I know how to manage this." And then. There was always a key in the door that we could turn. That's a bit excessive, though, isn't it? Like, <laughs> just, like, like, say, like, if, if, I, if I if I ran into my kids now and said, "There's a fire! There's a fire!" They'd be like, "Fuck off, Dad!" <laughs> they probably wouldn't say "fuck off" because they'd get a clout. Uh, they wouldn't realistically, but you know they should. Yeah. But uh, like they they wouldn't entertain it. Like they'd be like, "You're winding me up. Go away out of that." They wouldn't do it. Do you know what I mean? Uh, so yeah. it just shows the difference. <laughs> But you, you gobshite climbed out. But yeah, yeah, you definitely yeah remember I remember. Yeah, just when you said like yeah, checking for a slip and slip trips and falls and stuff like that in the house, and yeah, we used to uh, we used to evacuate our house in uh, fire drills. Oh yeah, I, I'm, I'm 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 a little bit different. Like my uh, my my drawer, I, I had a one of those childproof locks on the 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 silverware drawer, you know, which has a few <laughs> knives in it, you know, I had a childproof lock on the childproof lock broke off of it. So now 
so I didn't even fix it. So now it's like once a day I go in there and my kid's got a six inch uh, steak knife in his hand. You know what I mean? Like, he, and then what happens is as he pulls one out, you take it and you put it up high. So you put it away. All right, he'll never get that one again. But then he pulls out the pizza wheel. You know what I mean? The sharp yeah, yeah. knife pizza cutter. So you got to take that out. You know, where you know, you know, you're you're you some some like you have the, and I think that also comes from from for you, Goldie. I mean, you you. In, in your line of work, you don't see the, the, the brightest and the best of, of humanity. <clears throat> so you know that there are fears out there with this stuff that is actually real. You know what I mean? You've seen that. So, so I yeah, don't you blame you for being, I don't blame you for being overly, but for, my, for me, I'm just like, what do you have in there? Oh shit. Maybe I should get that exacto <laughs> knife out of your hand. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing stuff. It's amazing stuff. <laughs> but well, well, would you say like and, and when when you told me earlier on today the subject was you know you're going to talk about fatherhood and i don't know what the other subjects coming up are but when you when you i, I kind of obviously when i know i'm coming on the show you think about what you want to say and stuff and i i kind of pose myself the question do i think i am a good father and that's, that's a good fucking, that's a tough question because you just so much your your brain explodes because you know you, everyone obviously likes to think they're a good father don't they um, but then you start looking at reasons why you could be better, and you kind of feel like a bit of an asshole. Um, but again, it's about the balance, I think. Do you know what I mean? That's, like, you're you're one hundred percent right <laughs> about like that answer again. See, that's the thing when when you know when when I was thinking about this whole kind of topic of fatherhood, you know, it's so hard to answer. You can't answer. The, the questions are very hard, are tough answers as a father because it's so fluid and so it means it so means different things to different people at different times at different you know that that to say are you a good father does saying you know you like you are you know what i mean you, that's why that's why i think from a fatherhood standpoint fathers get each other a little bit you know what i mean i think like yeah. even in our uh in our group of friends uh, you know, we have say, you know, seven or eight friends that we talk to on a regular basis, but the father's kind of, I think that might be just you and me actually Goldie, you know, right now that might be just you and me, but, but just for, for no other reason, we understand it because we live through it and it's in your life is very different for a long time, yeah, you know? Like so, I, so yeah, I, I think the resolution that I came to, to myself was, and it's hard to even say, but I think I'm a good dad, but I think there's definitely room to be a lot better. Yeah, and that's tough to even say, um, but I think they're they're going to be good kids. I think I've proven with the first that they're good. They have good values and they're a good kid. Um, so I'm not I'm not worried about them not being educated and not being provided for and not being um, having good values. I suppose good being good people. I guess I'm not worried about that. But it's do I want to be Lewis Hamilton's dad? Do you know what I mean? Like do yeah. do do I want to be Tiger Woods' dad? I think as well pressured him a lot. Do, do I want to be Michael Jackson's dad? Do I want to be that extreme? Uh, no, I certainly don't. But could I move up a few notches? Yeah, maybe. And I look, you know, even my co-host Charlie is is one of the best fathers I, I've ever met, and I'm, I I don't like complimenting him a lot, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but you know what what he does with his children, I I could not do. I know I could not do. I definitely couldn't do it. I, I, it's amazing what the stuff he does as a single father. Well, you know, basically a single father. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's it's amazing, um, and I I could never be that person. Maybe I'd be forced to it 
you know a situation happens you, you get on with it but I, I look at him and I'm going fuck like if I did half of what he did I'd be, <laughs> I'd be doing well do you know so it's tough it's a tough thing on your on, on your it's a tough question to ask yourself it, yeah, it's, a, it's a well I mean I guess it's <clears throat> it, should that not be a question that we need to ask ourselves on a very regular basis yeah, absolutely. You know every what I mean? Do we, we we... Every time we want to do something for boys, do you know, every time we want to do something for ourselves, yeah. we have to ask ourselves that question because the answer we get is, well, what about the kids? Why don't you spend more time with the kids? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? And, and you know deep down that they're probably right, but you by your nature just needs to do fucking something with the boys. And yeah, I'm sorry my kid is not going to fucking get to go and play football in the park today but you know i need to do whatever i need to do uh, and that's that that's how you sound like it i sound like an asshole saying that but you get it i know what you mean i i, I definitely like i i feel you and, and i think sometimes even the perception again because we're seen as a completely different person by our you know everyone that we know sees us as a completely different person uh you know uh, it, it, the perception amongst others and the reality could could vary depending on your feelings about situations too. So, do they become an excuse? You know, th- that's why I think we need to ask ourselves every uh, uh, often. You know, and I think if we ask ourselves that often, then we're going to always strive to be a little bit better, right? Like, yeah. but we you do know need what I mean? To live too, don't we? We do need. Yeah, to live no, I, I, no, I'm with you, but I, I, that's what I think. Finding that balance. The older you get, I think, and again, I think with the more kids, you know, finding that balance of sort of. You know, of those dividing two things, your time. dividing, of the, your time. yeah, of dividing the time. You know what I mean? It, it, you, you hope you get a little bit better at it. You know. And as Betty Boop says, the best you can do is all you is all you know, essentially, in, in, to paraphrase. Um, but I, at the same time, you just you, you kind of highlighted earlier on that I'm privy to certain <clears throat> things, um, and I also see the other end of the spectrum. I I see how bad parents can be. Um, at the lowest of levels and then I look at myself and I'm like you know what I'm not doing too fucking bad here do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. like, you know it, I, I'm at the stage like you know to, to get to say I don't want to put percentages on it but I will uh, let's say I'm at you know I, I'm, I'm I'm at 75% of a parent um, to get to that 85% level is so hard do you know yeah. what I mean it's yeah. so hard to move that 10 but to go from <laughs> 50 to 75 that takes a bit of fucking work do you know what i mean yeah yeah um yeah and it's but to get from zero to 50 is just basically feed your kid type of thing so the the the, the, the better a parent you get i suppose the tougher it is to to, to go to the next level when you yeah. compare yourself against some other team you like father of the year compared to some people out there yeah, that's, that's why, I, I, well. Again, I think that's that's why none of these answers are easy to to give because on one hand you're saying to yourself, um, "Hold on one second, I get some restart thing in the computer." Your device. Uh, uh, active listener, are you? Are you? Okay, sorry about that. Working at the moment. I know. I think. <laughs> I think. I think. Like, I think Aiden just, is fucking working for Christ's sake. You know, just the next time you come on this show, you're gonna leave have the to studio or whatever. Like, you know, you're worse than Charlie for all this. I'm ready stuff. to bring you in on some stuff here, man. Oh, come on, for Christ's sakes, what are you doing over there? <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm, I'm here, just listening. You're, you're clicking, not, you're typing. And stuff. 
You're clicking and typing for Christ's sakes. Oh, get a better sorry, mic. Sorry. You need to get a better mic. That's what you need to get. But that's all right. Look, we're going to segue out I'm of that. I'm not in a pro. We are. We're, we're segueing out of that because we're, we're going to get into, uh, you know, so so we're 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 finally talking about how you know segueing from sometimes you got to do what you got to do or whatever. We are getting away, and we're for the first time since COVID. Realistically, uh, we're you know our group of, of fellas, of mates, of friends, of buddies, of pals is getting together this coming weekend. We're all uh, we're all going to meet down there at Active Listeners House, and uh, and it's very exciting. Like it's, I'm, we're, go- I'm, we're going to the real Republic of Cork. We're going to the real Republic of Cork. <laughs> you know yeah. we're you know we're we're doing we're doing this thing, and we're, and we're going to go and and we had this um. You know, there's some interesting events that are even planned for for the weekend, and we, you know, we, we got some some stuff planned. But I, I read an article that I think we need to rethink, uh, you know, what's going on here because you know part of part of the the fun was going to be a little bit of a an outdoorsman type games arena type games that 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 we talked about <laughs> between people, but but I'm not sure if we should be Rambo. doing them. I'm not Rambo sure if we should be doing that here. Because so you, I, you want, have you, want you guys the, the, look the, this? I'm just I'm worried about it because have you guys read about the fa- the the wild boar in Cork and Kerry? No. Okay, so there's wild boar that are that are actually moving from Cork into Kerry. Now they they they've only f- well, they're uh, the right so direction, far, so. yeah they've only caught they've they've only seen one family. <laughs> but they're definitely moving from so so they could be it could be out of the area, but um um there, there's actually a small herd of wild boar, and that is that yet yeah, there are officially no wild boar in Ireland, but there have been incidents when they've been spotted. Is is the the, the current you know answer for are there wild boar in they're Ireland? Kind of like leprechauns, aren't they? They're kind of like yeah, the leprechauns. Officially, they're not here, but you know, the young person has spotted one. Listen, listen, I, I just don't. You know, we're gonna have to. You know, and if the judge is, uh, you know, if there's any out there listener, if he listens to this thing, you know, we're gonna have. You, you, there might have to be some kind of a. a you know, we we start hearing swine out there. That we, you guys, got to get out of the woods, man. They'll they'll fucking take you out. They Wild boar will take you out. Fine. They certainly won't take my opponent out. <laughs> you know I mean? He'll come back. He'll come back with a bar on his shoulders, like you know, grubs up, grubs up. That's what he'd say. You know what I mean? Like not a bother. I'd probably, I'd probably be eating fucking alive. <laughs> but that's okay. It'll be a memory. It'll be one. It'll be an amazing way to go out. The only person killed in Ireland by a species that doesn't exist. But amazing. it's great. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm sure if there are green boar there. But I don't there. think uh, I don't think wild boar run any more than sure. five kilometers. Oh well, he did a fucking eye. Five kilometers. That's a long ass way. Yeah, yeah, pretty fucking far. Like to be honest, <laughs> you'd be getting a taxi. Um, but yeah, yeah no, but listen, I don't think wild boar are the reason to cancel. Uh, the activities definitely not. But I thanks for putting it in my head. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just wanted to just one know, more let's, let's just no, yeah, I, 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 I was kind of concerned about twisting my ankle or something. <laughs> now I have to fucking worry with well, the one percent possibility that a wild fucking boar is going to come. Yeah, I appreciate it. 
<laughs> yeah, so uh, the worst thing you'll have to worry about is uh, foxes or some rabbits. That's about yeah, it. But they're more worried fun. about us. They're more worried about us than we are. Yeah. I used to have so, a pet fox. But go on. So I got a few, just a few other quick ones for us to chat about before before we take off here. But as you guys know, in my, we're already getting in, started. In, in my started. line of work, in my line of work, I I, uh, uh, I deal a lot on Amazon and. Um, uh, Jeff Bezos, uh, the who has just stepped box, down basically. from his position. Well, I don't work for for them, but I do I know, make my money through them. But yeah. bikes, yeah, it's 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 a reach. But yeah, yeah, in definitely, the, in, definitely. In the dust, in the dust. I owe, I owe my, I, I I make my living off of him. Yes, you're right. You're 100 right. Um, he is heading into space next month. That's right. The upper atmosphere, yeah. He's heading into space next month, and and there's there's actually been a petition going around that's got like six hundred thousand signatures on it that 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 asks for him not to be admitted back onto the planet Earth when he comes back. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> because well, he actually is becoming Lex Luthor, and we have no <laughs> Superman. <laughs> and we've talked about this before on this podcast. He actually is becoming Lex. He's flying. <laughs> To space. Yeah, yeah, he is, isn't he? He's yeah. flying to space. He's like Doctor Evil. <laughs> this guy, this guy started a company and was selling used books, and now he's flying to space. And nobody said it would work. And nobody, yeah, yeah it's 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 crazy. Uh, so, but I, I uh, the other thing I read was I read this study that's or not a study, but I read this this data that said that um, Amazon last year. Was losing three percent of its hourly uh, workers every week, and that's breaks out to be about a hundred and fifty percent turnover rate per year. Jeez. So, so they're scrambling now to to try and figure out because you hear all the horror stories about Amazon, right? That so, but the the, the numbers are hard if you think about that. They're, they're, they're turning over. They were turning over last year. Hundred now, COVID stopped that in a lot of ways because, um, you know, people just needed work. You know what I mean? They yeah. just needed a job. So COVID stopped that in a lot of ways. But uh, but yeah, that the, the year before COVID, they lost one hundred and fifty percent of their workers in, in one hourly workers in one year that's insane that's an insane number it is but at the same time um you know given that given the roles that they are there's always people that are going to fill those positions it's like i think as a company they want to change that not only for productivity but more so for their corporate image i think because realistically they, it, it'll survive anyway there's always yeah. going to be enough people desperate enough for a job to do that. Yeah. So how, oh, much, I, of it is, how much of that is is profit decision made based on profit, and how much of it is based on perception? Well, I think that the, I think it's all based on profit. I mean, from a, from from an Amazon, not all. I mean, they are trying to change that, and who knows? Maybe they are going to change that. But but when you think about the their the, those decisions that they make for those employees. They are literally trying to extrapolate the, as much exact data as they can out of human beings to make as much profit as humanly possible. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Their processes and stuff. I think Amazon, he would want to be doing that. You know, that's why he's doing it. So it's crazy. Like it just, I just found that number, that number a bit, a bit nuts. Uh, and another thing I read was that, 
there, there's a uh, uh, this toad in um, Arizona that's along the uh, Colorado River, and it's a, one of those hallucinogenic toads that is right. thriving in Arizona. So you've heard of like you've heard the the, the stories about the toads that you lick their back, and you yeah. have you know well. <laughs> <clears throat> well, they're they're apparently they're they're like threatened in California or extinct in California. You don't see them in New Mexico, but in Arizona, they're thriving right now. And you can get a license to collect ten hallucinogenic toads a year. So they're so so folks. So they're 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 doing these hallucinogenic experiences there. So they've capitalized on this where between, you know, anywhere from $200 to 3000 for an all-inclusive package, you can go collect one of these toads and have a hallucinogenic experience in Arizona from the toad. Yeah. Would you pick a toad? No, I have no, no interest in that whatsoever. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I'd be fairly wary of it myself, like licking a toad. Like that's yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a bit much, isn't it? Would they think that they would? Could they? Could they maybe scrape, scrape the hallucinogenic, and then you just take it off of the tip yeah, of? Then uh, you're probably harming the fucking thing. Do you know what I mean? And then it's gonna be right <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So you just know it just sweats a little bit or something. Oh god! You, no. you think you would be able to harness it, all right? <laughs> but then what's the uh, what's the draw towards that type of? I mean that's the thing. Like, what, 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 what? Uh, um, I wonder what. I I don't know. I I haven't read in more into what it actually is. It like being on acid. You know, is it an acid trip? Is it? Uh, it's hallucinogenic. You know, that's enough detail. Like that's enough detail. Experience. Yeah, yeah. Is it, is it's it? they're they're amazing enough experiences, and they're unique to each individual and circumstance. So yeah, I'm definitely interested in that experience <laughs> environment, but I'm not. I don't think I'd lick the toad. I, think I'd the, I don't think I'd be happy with that. Like, you know, but it's definitely that's... something that's interesting. Yeah. Aiden, would you I'd lick be, a toad? No, I'd be a bit wary of like even edibles or anything like any psychedelics and stuff. I'd just be a bit. Oh, I'd be afraid of the the trip. You know, like how deep would things go? I yeah, I'd be very afraid of that i don't know i think i'd panic yeah but that's a sensible yeah. approach to it i guess isn't it yeah but there's, <laughs> always a, there's always a draw to try and experience it but i just i don't know no but that's a, that's a good Something... thing i'm not putting you down in any way i'm saying it's a good thing oh no no that. i understand yeah yeah testament but, uh, yeah yeah but like um like i listened to a lot to joe rogan lately like especially since covid started and he's like Big. Why do you always? Like, why do you always? Why do you always speak like you're you're from America? Like you, you always accentuate what? the last two words in your sentence. Like I, <laughs> I read uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. He always ends with this like accentuation. Go on, continue to talk there, and let me hear it again. Sorry, hold on a second. Can you say "human" for a second? Human. Yeah, say it a bit louder. Human. Human. Yeah, fuck <laughs> off with your pronunciation. Fuck <laughs> 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 anyway, yeah. yeah. off. I was listening. Anyway, um, oh, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, and he um, he got he uses psychedelics a lot, and he's a 
major into it and can't compliment it anymore. So, yeah, always been a bit curious. But anyway, no, I wouldn't uh, lick a toad or a frog or anything for a, a psychedelic high. Oh, well, I mean, I guess you never know. I mean, we, we, we could be a hit the lotto midnight in Baghdad take america podcast coming sooner sooner <laughs> crossover podcast coming sooner than we can even imagine and uh, that happens you know maybe maybe i get a, a reporter on the ground in arizona to lick a frog's fucking back for us yeah yeah i wonder if we can get somebody to do that that would be an amazing show wouldn't it <laughs> it really would I'd, I'd look forward to that one and um, we can do it we can definitely reach out to people in arizona sure. let's do it let's do it the olympics tokyo olympics coming to you know the 20 they're still calling them the 2020 olympics or something right so the the um uh two interesting studies in uh, on that that i saw this week too is that one is that uh, uh essentially and, and you know i think we've you guys have probably hit talked about this in midnight in baghdad but uh, essentially uh women's sports outside of the olympics the way, the way outside of no, no, no. Well, obviously they they're they're allowing her. We did talk about that on both of our shows, I think. But uh, yeah. no, this was that women's sports in general, um, outside of uh, of the Olympics, get nothing. Get no, no, nobody watches them. And in America, it's actually a, a higher percentage because Americans do give a little bit more credence to women's sports. Because because of the WNBA and a few other uh, of the pro pro programs that they have in America, slightly more. But the reality is, in the world, nobody watches when, until it comes to the Olympics, where we actually take root more for women's sports than we do for the men's sports. The data shows that more people are watching the women's like than are watching the men. Yeah, because of because of with with the Olympics, you know. So, the Olympics is what, and now we're blurring the lines between, and now we're blurring the lines with weightlifters that are, you know, that that are being allowed and and transgender things that are happening. That's just going to blur those lines even more, you know. So it'll just be one but sport. Is, is there you know? is there any statistics or logic as to why that is? Is like, I don't want. To, I'm going to ask that question before I comment. Actually, is is there a reason? I don't. I don't know. It doesn't have. It. It only has the data. The the things that I read, the, these these tidbits I get generally just show. Here here's what the the data shows when they when they run the data. So it only has the data on that. So I don't. W what reasons, you know, what reasons are they? You tell me. That, that, that's what I don't. Is it because you know for athletics you, you have scantily clad women running around the track? You know, <laughs> it, it could it be could it be that pr primal? Or is it a case that it's, you know, the Olympics is just a, such a rare event that the occasion itself is enough to merit tuning in? And I, and I would even challenge it a little bit more grossly, but, but just, and I, I'm not, I don't, this isn't my personal opinion, or maybe it is. I don't, I don't even know. I never thought about it. But, but are they actually being watched more because the, the men's, because they're together with men's events? If they were just women. Yes. If it was only the women's Olympics women's that happened Olympics. every four years, 100%. would we would we be watching as as much? Would there be as many people watching it? That's what I was trying to get at, but I didn't want to be that specific. But yeah, a hundred percent, it's because I, it's coupled with men's events. And I That's look wrong. at no, yeah, wrong, exactly. I'm not agreeing with it at all. I'm just saying, but no. is that the case? Is it you know like and I think you, so, hundred percent. Again, in my when you, view, yes. 
it yeah. it's, it's, it's not it's not for any perverse reasons it's literally because it's it's a rare event that's coupled with another men's event and you know you, you could be watching the olympics and the first 10 minutes is a men's event and then it switches to a woman's event do you know what I mean? It's not like they're they're segmented and separated. It's all part of the same show, essentially. Do you know what I mean? So you're, yep. you're kind of almost forced to watch them, I guess. Yeah, it's. A, I mean, it's just. Uh, yeah, again, it's just you hate to say it, but I know you don't know what the actual answer is. But but when you think about it, do you do you, you know? And like Betty Boo says, in America, we just want to see our country win. Yeah, here's my. I, I I do agree with that because, you know, and I even have that sense of. I think even my mates will say that sometimes I have that sense of it's a little bit less than your typical American would have. Uh, of pride of place about America, but we all are proud of our country. We are proud of, you know, especially, I mean, and I moved from America, which has obviously a proud history, whether, you know, the, 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 the victors write history, right. But to another country here in Ireland, it's the same way. Like it's a very proud history here. There's a huge, in fact, it's more intensely proud. I would say because it's so recent than, America, when you're considering, you know, America, we're talking about the seven, 1776, you know what I mean? And here in Ireland, it's very recent. So it's, it's, there's, there's a lot of pride to a lot of those things going on, you know, so Ireland is very proud about, but I think Ireland's also realistic about the fact that it's a small, tiny country that if they do anything and anything, you know, and they're going to get that that gold medal is somewhere they're going to get a medal is somewhere yeah 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 yeah. in in america (laughs) in america if you win a silver medal you're not even getting a television commercial you know what i mean you're a hero here you're a hero you're you're in ireland that's a great way to live do you know what i mean it's a great way to be it It goes back to expects anything it goes back to the the episode where we talked about the you know the 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 irish you know, their mentality about things, you know what I mean? But it's true. Like if they're like, like you could, you could go visit the, 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 the childhood home of the bronze medalists of the 1974 <laughs> Olympics. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's looked at a pride of place here in Ireland, which is awesome. I love it. I love that fact. I love it about the country, but uh, uh, you know, in America it is, but yeah, but the question there, Betty Boop is, you know, <sighs> I mean that's what the Olympics are about. Your pride of pride of nation in a lot of those regards. But the question is: Are do we watch the women's events in the Olympics because we can't wait to see them every four years, or because if they were on their own, if it were just the men's Olympics and the women's Olympics, which ones would get better ratings? Which would more people watch? And it's horrible, but I think the answer is what we said. I think that the fact that they're tied together is what brings people there, and because people are already there they gravitate towards the women's events because we don't have, we don't know anything about them and we want to see our guys win. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. hundred percent. And yeah. you know, yeah. of course we, we love to see Irish, Ireland, I just said Ireland loves to get a win in anything. And you know, you, you'll see there won't be anything about the women's hockey team or whatever all season. And the next thing they do well, and then they're all over the papers. Do you know what I mean? We, we like a good news story, but because it's a it's a it's a four year event and it's mixed in with the men, it's you're you know they're representing their country there and it's a big showcase event. Whereas when they're representing their country playing, I don't know what a minority sport in, in America would be, um, but you know, it, it, <coughs> take like Kenobi or well, soccer soccer is getting fairly big, but maybe soccer in America twenty years ago, say, 
if the women's team won the world or was playing in the World Cup, how many Americans would watch it 20 years ago? Because now I think they're women's world champions. Yeah. And you'd probably watch it now. But back then, you wouldn't have. And I think sport just needs to... It's a development phase. Do you know what I mean? The more that we talk about this stuff on shows like this, the more the better it's going to get because it's just about raising awareness. But yeah, again, I think the, uh, the the thing is, when we go back to the beginning about being a blip on a blip on a blip in the history of time, is that we're are we in this transition phase where we're seeing the genders lines being blurred to the point of uniformity as far as do we like and I think we this will you had spent it. Do, are, are there now is there now only going to be one event? Or is there going to be 15 events? You know what I mean? Is there going to be the 100 meter dash for the men, for the women, for the, you know, uh, identifying as he, him, identifying as she, her, you know, know, are we going to have one for each category or is there, or, or is it going, because if it's not going towards that, then it's going towards one uniform 100 meter dash. You know what I mean? Where there is no gender. You know from from listening to my shows and talking to me that that's something that I battle with, yeah, all the time, and I, you know, I, I, I don't know what the answer is, but I think a decision should be made because it's too it's too up in the air at the moment. But we either go down the route of we have a males section, we have a female section, and we have a transgender section, um, and is that the way to do it? Is that what we aim for? Is that the fairest way to do it to ensure that everyone gets uh, represented? I suppose in a yeah. fair manner. But by doing that, is that not actually segregating it more and causing more of a problem? Yeah, do you know what I mean. Like so, so then it's either we do that, or the second thing is like you say, everybody runs together, male, female, and everything in between, all participate in the same event. And it may just be the case that it's always males because the males will be stronger, faster, whatever, just by their biology. Well, then so be it. That's the, that that's that that is a quality in its purest form, isn't it? Yeah. Could you see that? I know that uh, recently in, in one of our groups we've been discussing uh, uh, the, the television show, the the TV show Eastbound and Down, which I don't know if you guys have seen, but I've seen uh, it. So could you could you imagine that that happening in just a unisex a unisex baseball league where this where this guy comes out and gives it that much you know all the all the taunting and everything it'd be fair game men women the taunting would be fair you know yeah like it would but that that's that's not in in I think there's a difference between equality and inclusivity if that's the right word. Um, you know, yeah. you, you, you can be equal, but you may not be inclusive. Yeah, so, yeah so that's true. But I so, think if we go down this route where we have the current situation, I think so many females will drop out of sports in general. Yeah, it'll become pointless. 100%. It will become pointless. It will. Like, there's there's um, teenage, young teenage athletes in high schools in America running faster than female let's say olympic athletes so you know if some of those young high school kids transition to male from male to female they've at their current age of maybe 14 
are ready to win an Olympic gold medal. So, like, how do you get a, f- uh, a female, a natal female, to run when she knows she has no hope? If you put yeah. three and, trans and, athletes you know, into a 100-meter race, they've the got Olympics. gold, silver, bronze. Yeah, to get to the Olympics, you, you need to be competitive by nature, don't you? You're the cream of the crop almost. Um, so, it, you know, you but even say the timing, that. it's all like you've got yeah, a so finite what I'm window. Saying is, if... What I'm saying to you, Aiden, is that it's not enough to just want to participate because people at this standard, they're competitors. And that's, we all know, I think most of us in this room know what it's like to be a competitor and to have that mentality. So, if you don't, if there's no point in you competing, you're not going to bother doing it just to participate. So that's why I think an answer definitely it needs to be one or the other. And if it was me making that decision, I would choose inclusivity over equality. And I would have a male section, a female section, and a trans section. And we could talk about having a trans male yeah. and a trans female section if you wanted to broaden it that way. But I think it definitely needs. People, people need to be encouraged to participate. And All right, two more, staff, the, no. two more quick ones. Let's move off of that. Now, four-day work week. So in Ireland now, they're, they're, there's a big push on for normal, you know, most, you know, your, your Monday through Friday, nine to five jobs to be turned into a four-day work week. Uh, and there are some countries that have are already doing it and, and doing well with it, I guess, or not doing well with it. And maybe I'm the one who should be answering this, but uh, uh, more so than even than you two guys, just from your lines of work. But uh, four day work week, can we make can we make that happen? Do you think it, w- it would be a good uh, it could be a good thing to to give people some more time to be fathers and and you know still get do their own thing and and more time for mothers to be mothers and all that. You know, do, what do you think of a four day work week? Uh, personally, I would be against it. And I think so. I suppose I'll answer it in two parts. One is if we suddenly go down to a four day work week, are you still going to be as are you going to work four days a week at 100%? No, you're going to be 75%. Or well, you're not less. working five. So, I, 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 my challenge to you there is that you're not working five days a week at 100%. That's so, so your numbers. That's yeah. the whole point of this conversation. You know, yeah, yeah, the whole point of this is that five, it's, it's been proven that five days you're not working 100%, and especially when you're working from home. If you, if you, if you go down the remote working, you know, you can work from home two days a week kind of thing, you're, getting, you're not getting 100% productivity when, when you, for a remote worker. The, the, the stats aren't there. The, so they did, the stats disagree with you there. Really? Okay. Yes. That's surprising. Yeah, I, I think... I think it's a good idea because you know work work life balance is so important. Um, it's a good idea only if in that particular field or practice that it, it, it you're getting either equal or increased productivity. Yeah. So right. Betty Boop, just to answer your question, it would be a four. It would be, it would be four ten hour days. Yes, you would work yes. four ten hour days. You would work the same amount of hours, but putting them into uh, four days, so you have. So you, there is an extra sort of work life balance day in your, in your life. Yes. That's what it would be. And I, I, I you know, just from my standpoint, I can say that my team, you know, I, I kind of have a team sort of under me in this exact position. And I, if they were to tell me, it, it, I, I, I would tell them they could do it tomorrow. If, if, 
if if it could be done with my team, with my team, just my team in general and my line of work, you know, it, it would be to me it would be fine if they did that as long as as long as there was we came up with a process and a plan to make sure that every day of the week was covered by somebody being online and being prepared to 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 take on put out any fires then yeah they could they, i i you know you you, you got to trust them anyway you don't know what they're doing anyway you know what i mean you don't know what they're doing from home anyway so if the process if the work's getting done and they're getting it done then not personally I, i'm not against it either but i don't know if i could do it <laughs> you know what i mean i don't know if i could personally do it but but if i think you would you i think you adapt to it i think you definitely would adapt to it but i i think what's important is that you know people don't take the piss with it Yes. Do you know what I mean? You, 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 if you're going to do it, you have to do it properly. And I think it, it's not going to suit all all trades or all areas. No, do you know what I mean? That I agree with be, you. That needs to be judged. I, do, I, I 100% agree with you. Yeah. So, and then the last one I have See, is. Uh, can I just finish there? Uh, I'd, yeah, I'd say we would. I'd say the knowing the Irish mentality, we would take the piss out of it 100%. And then, so. Like I, I, I challenge do you, would... I I do okay. agree with you. I do agree with you in, in in some ways. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I remember when I first the first time I ever came over here was for my brother in law's my two B brother in law's wedding, and uh, one of his ma- best mates. We went out getting drunk, and one of his best mates was like, "This is Ireland." Work starts at nine, so you get in for half nine. <laughs> you have your cup of tea before you start, and then it's already lunchtime. <laughs> then it's already lunchtime, and you work till and you work till five. So at half four, you're home. You know what I mean? Like that's what he told me. So there is because, and, and even Goldie said it's a nation of chancers. So you're right in yeah, those yeah, regards. Yeah. But I also think that they're they're. It's almost like uh, uh, but I think Goldie, Goldie's youngest one there. I think I think that they're just cheeky. Like I think the Irish are just cheeky. I think that's what makes yeah, it so. 100%. So, so they, you know, in some ways, I think we'll that attitude done. Yeah, you know I mean? we'll, that's we'll what still I get the job done. I agree. In some ways, I think that attitude has actually gained you. Uh, uh, you know, like some people would say, oh, they're just they're they're taking a the piss. They're cheeky. They're lazy." But in, the reality is, you've actually figured out how to do it in less time. And still have your tea breaks, and still have your, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, and there's a very, there's a very famous video that circulates on social media. And it, Aiden, can you stop moving around, please? Um, there's a very important. No, but you're making so much noise. You don't. You're like Charlie. You don't realize the, the, that your slightest movement, like, radiates through the airwaves. Do you know what I mean? Just stay fucking still, man. I know you're excited, now. Um, but there's a very famous video that circulates on social media and it's a guy who, who talks about I think he's talking to a, a group of CEOs or marketing executives or whatever and he raises the question would you rather spend 30 grand on somebody to come up with a logo over two weeks or would you rather spend 30 grand for somebody to come up with a logo over a day and everyone picked the three weeks so because they felt that, you know, that more time would be put into it. But if this person could prove that he could come up with a better logo in a day, is he not still worth that 30000 Just because it didn't take him three weeks to come up with that logo doesn't mean the quality of the logo isn't the same. So people yeah. are valuing time over people. Yeah, and that's, you're right. That's, that's a massive issue at the moment. And I think that's changing. I think that's definitely coming around. People are valuing their people more. And COVID has forced that. 
And I think people have proven that their productivity is up because they're happier. They're leave, leading more balanced lives. So they're happy to go to work four days a week. Do we not have to value each other as humans? Is, is it more than just work with COVID? Does, you know, is that in all of our relationships? You know what I mean? Human relationships, because we've, we've had such a lack of human relationship for so long, yeah. and now we're about to you know, establish back into the human relationship thing. And I, you know, are, 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 we not, are we prepared for that? You know, are we prepared for it? <laughs> as, yeah. I think we, we've got a taste just... for it, and we want more. Uh, we just don't know what it's going to be. Yeah. Like. That's all. Well, who knows? I'd also disagree with you as well. Like, you know, more businesses than ever are hiring people to be contractors rather than employees because when things get tough for the company, bye bye, you're gone. I don't know. I don't know if the whole time thing, I wouldn't buy into that too much. I think it's a nice thing to say, but I don't think on the ground it's, it's, it's definitely it's on the agenda anyway. That's for sure. People are trying to figure out what the best strategy is, I think, at the moment. Well, look. Yeah, but then yeah. Okay, sorry. I know you're covered. <laughs> That's all right. I just we can, Friday we can is again going to be interesting. <laughs> again, we can <laughs> we can talk about it for hours. We can talk about it for hours. But let's turn it into an hour and sixteen minutes. Goldie, thanks a million for for coming back on the show, man. I, I love having you on. It's always it's, we we always it always flows smoothly. So I appreciate you coming in, Val. I appreciate being here. It's been good fun. Aiden, you too, man. Uh, even though you. you you gotta get it. maybe so a, maybe we have to work on on your microphone. We'll work on your microphone. Get you and your, your microphone. timing, your entry and, timing, and your timing a little bit. But we'll, we'll we're gonna get that. But I appreciate you coming too, man. And I know that uh, you know you're busy down there preparing. You're busy down there in uh, Corks Corks or Ireland's answer to Arkansas or Alabama in America. Uh, uh, and I hope you're down there prepping hard. You're, you're getting that pig all ready to, you're dry rubbing the pig. Have you dry, are you dry rubbing the pig yet for us? So we can, we can put that thing on boar. a spit. The wild boar. Yeah, I'm chasing them across the carry border. Yeah. There you go. Uh, chasing across the carry border. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate you. Aiden. I do. I appreciate you to coming on and, and chatting with us tonight. Not at all. I enjoyed it. Thanks. Emil. Folks, that's hit the lotto number 17. We're out of here. Thank you so much for joining in. I hope you all have a great night and uh, oh, better tomorrow. <laughs> See you later. Six one nine. Ch -ch -ch